said that's against the rules, and you can't sit with us. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. Good day, mama. I seem to take a step out. Get some in now. All right, guys, what's up? We're back for another Girl Code Media podcast Yay. series. And I have none other than my real sister, Blood Sister. Only real sister. Yeah. <laughs> my sister, Chantel. Uh, welcome. Thank Yay. You, thank you. So, Chantel, I know you, but you got to let everybody else know, like, who Chantel? What do you do? Okay, okay, so a little bit about me, um, only have one sister, <laughs> we have a small family, y'all, so very look. small, um, I'm married, mm-hmm. um, graduated from OSU, back um, and human resources, I always love helping people, our mom mm-hmm. really like instilled that she in She sure us. did, she really did. <laughs> A little too much. I'm like, it, it, I started teaching the class. Like, I was, we just so good at it. Um, yeah. And I'm a mom now recently. My son's about to be one next month. <sighs> I still can't believe it. Wow. Next month. Jesus. How old are um, you? Tell I'm 26. 26, y'all. Yes. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Twenty somethings, man. Twenty six going on fifty. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Um, I did also. I am also a homeowner, so I'm proud of that accomplishment. And yes, an amazing sister, friend, all that. Yes. So for your girl code profile, who are you without the titles? Like, who is Chantel? Mm. Mm, like personality. Yeah, yeah. What's your Just, personality type? With things you like, who should tell? Okay. Um, well, I'm, I can be kind of shy. Mm-hmm. I start off really shy because... Yeah, she's yeah. not lying. <laughs> <laughs> when I get around a lot of people, I'm like, really? You know, I don't know. I just, I get really like, uh, let me just look at my environment first before I can mm-hmm. crack over my, my shell. A lot of layers to me. Um, and I am, I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. Like I, I cancels you off. Yes, like <laughs> I, I care too much. Yeah, and you feel everything. Like it's crazy. And I try to tell myself to like pull back mm-hmm. because some things I don't need to put emphasis on it. But I, I love caring. Yeah. Like it, if somebody's angry, I'm gonna be angry yep. for them. Yep. Like I just or I pass for very, real very, by nature. For real. Yes, yes. And that's why I love seeing people around me happy. Because mm-hmm. then I can finally rest. I can finally be happy. Um, so you're like an introvert, you would say? I'm or... both. I'm, okay. I'm what they call both. Um, there's some okay. times where I get so down, I need people who loves me around me. Because mm-hmm. I'm already feeling alone. I'm already feeling down. And I, and but you, know, you still be in the house when they come over, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chantel, like, I don't want to go. 
Like, she was not fun to me. <laughs> but I'm so glad, like, as we um, stepped into adulthood, I feel like some of our experiences became the same. It was just, like, we were able to relate mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. in our 20s. But, yeah, growing up, y'all, I'm like, Chantel is so boring. <laughs> and I thought she was doing too much. I'm like, <laughs> why is she caring what this person is saying about her? Like, you just said we're sensitive. <laughs> but, it, but it be people who you, you see once or twice. I'm like, <laughs> are these, it's, it's like everybody was your best friend. I mean, from my perspective, somebody who had my three friends yeah. that stick. It seemed like, dang, she called everybody her friend. <laughs> These people are snakes. Like, I'm the type of person, like, uh-uh. Yeah, like, let me yeah. clear the situation first. Like, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a lot of people, I don't know, our personalities do kind of, like, mix, I will say, yeah. where it's, like, needed. Like, I do need your caring spirit because I'm easy to just cut somebody off. I'm yeah, easy to write yeah. somebody off. And you like, no, give it this time, and vice versa. There's mm-hmm. times where I need some of your fire yeah. to be like, Chantel, get more mad. Like, <laughs> so... Yeah, growing up, yeah, it was our differences show way more than our similarities. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why that had to be the case. But hey, everything <laughs> works out for the reason, for a reason. So sure. I'm so excited to have Chantel on the show, um, and we're gonna get into it. And I think, let me see what your girl code is. So the girl code we're gonna talk about today is the girl code relationship rule. Number 30. So that's take advantage of your single years because that will be the only time you will have to focus on just yourself. Mm. I thought that was a good code for you because you lived that code. Um, so I normally try to ask people, like, oh, do you agree with the code? Do you not agree? But, mm-hmm. like, I know you agree with that code because she sure. real life. I mean, at the end of the day, we are the code, right? So she definitely real life follows this rule. So can you like tell us why this is important and like maybe share experience of um, the rule in your own aspects, like something that you did or like how you mm-hmm. feel about it or why you think it's important? Just so spill. Yeah, because like I said, I'm very caring. I love mm-hmm. hard, and I knew once I started a family that will be most of my focus because our mother's taught us not to quit. So once I start something, I don't quit. Mm-hmm. And I knew loving myself and putting myself first was important and crucial because as women, you just take care of people around you. Mm-hmm. It's in our makeup. It's in our makeup. So when you're young, why you have the support, that's why it's easier. Like it was easier for me to go to school because I knew mm-hmm. if I fall, I could fall on my mother's arms. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't make it, I'll be okay. I'll find something else. Yeah. So I, I just really focused on myself when I was younger because I, I just knew the support when you're young. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the older you get, people just don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it I is. I we just have so many problems of our own. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to take on somebody else's, so you have to kind of just ha- have boundaries. Um, but, yeah, when we were younger, we – Look, I could take everybody's problems because, I mean, I ain't really have real problems, you Listen, know? Our capacities were, were different. Right. That's so, a good point. So, I, I just knew from that perspective, it's time for me to focus on me, see yeah. what I need to do, and at least get a foundation of who I am. 
mm-hmm. because as a child you only doing what your parents are telling you like the real basics of life right right <laughs> and that's if they're doing it well mm. you know i hate to say it but a lot of parents can't be there to raise their kids for a number of reasons yeah but when they are there they only give you the basics mm-hmm. so when you're transitioning that time is so crucial i would say from 17 to 22 it is it's a break <laughs> so if if you focusing on this person and that person and everything else that's not important to you you lose yourself quickly mm-hmm. and then you have years to catch up yeah so i i really decided to focus on myself i wanted to know what i like so i took myself on dates i, I gave myself presents Aww. i gave myself time um, when I say time, that means prayer, even time with God. Mm-hmm. I gave myself time from people because people do wear you down. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I love my people's but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they true. problems can wear you down. I just needed time for myself. So like walks, j- going to the gym. Mm-hmm. As you remember, I was going to the gym heavenly around that time too. Yeah, I had yeah. lost so much weight. This is like before <laughs> she was a wife, mom, this other things. Yes, and it, it was. Like, I love doing things for me. Mm-hmm. And you, you just give, when you, um, I'm sorry, let me back up. When you give yourself that love and that attention that you deserve from yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. you create such a self-esteem that is unimaginable. Ooh. And that's what I really love and, and took from it. And you could love at a place of love and not of need. Yes. And I seen that, like, when you started dating um, Chris, which is her now husband. Shout out to Chris. Yeah, hey. (laughs) (laughs) You really embody that. Um, So can you tell us, because, I mean, any of your past relationships, can you say that you've always put yourself first? Is that, like, an always thing? No. So what is the difference from you, you know, living that life (laughs) and putting yourself first and not? What, how did that affect your relationship? Jesus. So I had two main big relationships, one being my mm-hmm. husband and one being um, an ex of mine that I've dated the end of my senior year in mm-hmm. my freshman year in college. Um, shout out to Anthony. He's actually deceased. Yeah, we um, Anthony. He, who, that first relationship taught me a lot because I gave so much of, everything to him that's what first loves would do (laughs) Mm. you give so much of whatever and you just want to become their happiness yeah you want to keep it that's like our way of like trying to keep it and as overextend ourselves and that's what women do like if you want me to watch anime i'm learning about anime i'm learning about football Mm. i'm learning about things Mm. i just normally wouldn't do become like a pick me (laughs) type of thing i feel like my I, I mean, I guess. I don't know too much about the pick-me culture because at first it was negative. Now it's positive. Now it's in between. I, I, I know. <laughs> I lived it at a point when you, like, again, that true love. It's like mm. you want to become everything for them. You don't want it to mm-hmm. leave. So you're trying to control the narrative and keeping that person happy no matter the cost. Nope. Yeah. Ex- there was things that he would say that... Did not make sense to me, but you know what? That's men. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you what it is. (laughs) So he did not want me drinking at all in uh, college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you would think that was something that he was doing selfishly, like, Mm -hmm. to look out for me. But he was doing it selfishly. 
because he didn't have that experience. Mm. And he told me that years later, like, I apologize, you know, for making you feel that way. Like, I just didn't want you to, like, do all of that. And, you know, looking back on it, that was selfish of me. Like, you should have had that experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking back on it now, like, why did I listen to him? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm in college. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing what I want to do. But if I... I don't know. He just wanted to make him happy. Like, Mm -hmm. he told me not to do this. I wouldn't do it. He said, do Mm -hmm. that, I would. And (laughs) Yeah, we all been there. I'm just like, why would I listen to him knowing that I wanted to do the opposite? Now, she went from that to being a, what they say, a little baby that don't listen. (laughs) I listen. I'm fine. (laughs) She went to that from a rebel, y'all. Sometimes, but what happened? What had happened with my first love when we broke up? I felt so empty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this would a motherless child feel like, but it felt like everything who I was was gone. Mm. It was, yeah, I think that's what really made me realize who am I again Ooh. because I was. I, was, I played basketball in high school. I was in cross country. Like, mm-hmm. not, I wasn't like that girl because I, I, I would never say I was popular. I really just didn't meet and call mm-hmm. it a day. But I, I was involved. Mm-hmm. Like, I was with the um, Columbus the Urban League. Yeah, yeah. I was driving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was that girl coming in with my mm-hmm. McDonald's. Like, I, I was having a good time. And people kind of did look up to me. I remember freshmen and underclassmen be like, who knew my name. Like, you're Chantel. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. This is back before makeup too. So yeah. I, they just make me feel like that bitch. And I'll be honest. And then I came from that to feeling so empty. And then that's when I had lost my scholarship too because I put him before everything. It wasn't like he forced me. I just did. Mm-hmm. And because I felt so lost, I... Losing the scholarship wasn't as big as losing myself. Mm-hmm. And that was my vow. I would never do that with with anybody. Yeah, I would never sweet. give all of me to anybody with, with nothing back in return. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to pour it back into me, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why meeting people who are the same yoke as you is so important. Mm-hmm. Okay. They know them by their fruit. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, when I said I was the worst feeling to not even know who you are after a couple of years Mm -hmm. i would never go back to that i would never so when people say oh do this do that (laughs) get someone else to do it (laughs) (laughs) i know yes you do put yourself first now (laughs) soul search it was definitely a soul search and i think that's when i went back to working out that's that's when i was really working out Mm -hmm. after that and figuring out who I was and what mm-hmm. I like again. And I like drawing. I, I like loving on myself as far as taking care of myself. Loving myself doesn't have to be weird or gross. It's just making sure I have a skincare routine, you know? Mm-hmm. No, no foundation. You know, I just feel like health. My health was important to me. Yeah. Um, going to church and being more involved and making money. Yeah. <laughs> I had like two, three, four jobs after that. Like, oh my gosh. So, what changed when you met Chris? Like, what was different then? So, when I met Chris, I was already for sure for myself. Mm -hmm. I had my friends, I had 
you learn from the past relationships. For sure. Then. And I just, yeah, I put myself first. I had, yeah. I had standards. Mm-hmm. He was like, come stay at my house. No. Yeah. This is not my home. My name is not on this lease. Mm-hmm. You're not, before I had a ring, you're not. You're not and, mine. And he married you within like a year. Yeah, he proposed within like a year. Oh yeah, proposed. Yeah. And yeah. then I, t- I tell him that I am close to being done with school, so let me finish school because I, that was the, my, that was my last thing for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he agreed. He was like, he'll mm-hmm. wait that time. That way I can save money, focus on school because when I be his wife, I told him I want to be your wife. I don't want to be your wife and then have to leave and focus on this, stress about that. Yeah. Especially because this is something I started before him. Mm-hmm. And that was important for me, too. I was like, I want to finish so college before I, anybody claimed did anything mm-hmm. with me. Like, I did. College was hard. Yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> and you did that. I'm so proud of you. And that just kind of goes to show, too, when I really look at relationship dynamics it's so funny because, like, when girls get too needy because they're trying to, like, force their partner to be happy and do all the mm-hmm. things, those are the girls who probably, you know, stay the girlfriend for 10 years because they know they got you. You really don't have no standards. They know that you need them. Um, but we think that we're, you know, we're making them happy. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they know an empowered woman when they see one. Mm. And I see the real women who are, like, I don't need you, but, you know, you add to my life, but this is my standards, this is my values, Mm -hmm. so I'm willing to make this work and date you, but, like, really haven't, like, set the tone. They Mm -hmm. respect that more, and, like, you know, you think when you do stuff like that and you stand up for yourself, they're not going to like you. If they don't, they would never really for you. Let me say that. That is not your husband. That's not somebody that you want to be with. But I see the real men, they respect respect that mm-hmm. they respect a woman with a backbone a, a woman that don't truly need them and you probably yeah. didn't need them before but it's like when you just <laughs> over overly do the most yeah. um you know it shows it gives a different message so i love that in, in my um studies this is what i looked at like okay why why do um not just women rush into relationships but just anybody and uh, mm. the top results um, in my studies that came up is just the desire for companionship. Um, people crave companionship and intimacy, and um, they will rush it to fill that void. The second one is just emotional attachment. You get attached too quickly and want to formalize um, the relationship to solidify that connection. Um, mm. Then three, which I do see the most, is insecurity. Um, one, whether it's in yourself Ooh, and you're looking for validation or you're insecure just about being single or like that fear of being alone, which is a, another big one. And then um, the last one, just to wrap it up, is influence from others and societal pressures, cultural norms. Like, you know, sometimes people, I seem like a lot of people who are in leadership, they'll mm-hmm. hurry up and get married or like young pastors hurry up and get like a wife just because it looks good. Politicians you know? too. Yeah, yeah. So in mm-hmm. my studies, I've seen that. So what would you tell those kind of people like who are struggling putting themselves first before a relationship and they're just rushing into relationship out of either the fear or the codependency or the emotional attachment? What would you tell them? What words of advice would you give to them? Well, in my profession, it's not really about 
forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. It's not about telling them what they should do. It's just really making them aware of why they're doing it mm-hmm. and seeing if it's beneficial for them to continue. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would, you know, ask them is more about their lives and see where their self-worth kind of lies because obviously all of those things you listed, they just lack Mm self-worth. So they try to get love and validation Mm -hmm. from here and there and there, but it only makes it worse. And those are, that's temporary fillers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sex feels good, but it don't last. A smile turns into a frown. (laughs) Like this stuff don't last. But what's, what's on the inside do. Mm-hmm. So your self-worth is, I would just like look deeper within yourself and, and love that. Mm-hmm. And then ask yourself, what does that person deserve? Yeah. Because then they'll really think, like, yeah, I don't know why I tolerated all of this. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. people really do give up. They're yeah. like, there is no more good people. You know, they do good things, but they're mm-hmm. not good people. And wh- where are they at? They're everywhere. I tell people all the time, the Messiah has not came yet, okay? Like, the rapture did not come yet. There are still a lot of good people here yeah, for yeah. those who are faith believers. But there are still a lot of good people. And what you put out, you are going to get back. Yeah. But I don't have that lack mentality. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'll definitely say search for your self-worth. Search for your self-worth. And then ask yourself, what does you know what, what does that person deserve? Like, mm-hmm. looking at yourself in the mirror, what do you deserve? Yeah. Because this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And if you okay with it, you like it, I love it. Yeah. You, know, you know how black people I say tell it. all my friends that, like, <laughs> you like it, I love it, period. And I feel like another way to check, to see, because um, I was at a point where I thought I loved myself, but everybody just kept saying, like, um, like my real friends, it was, like, two people mm-hmm. when I was in, like, my first love situation, it was, like, a bad situation, um, which I learned from that, for real. Mm-hmm. But... They kept saying, oh, you should love yourself. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, I love myself. I'm confident. I remember that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm confident. I'm not sitting here looking in the mirror like, oh, Megley, like going through no, you know, situations like that. It was never that. But once I got out of that and I sat with myself and I had no choice to be alone, and that was 2020, um, I realized the way you measure how you really love yourself is based off what you tolerate how are you allowing people to treat you um and I realized like you know I made up so much or so many excuses for the guy that I loved Mm -hmm. that I put him first in that relationship you are the most important person in that relationship don't you ever forget it again Mm -hmm. that goes back to like trying to make that person happy because they do feel good y'all do of course have reasons why you guys are in a relationship or you know dating whatever the case is but always remember you are the most important person in our relationship don't you ever forget it so um here are some like key takeaways just um if you are on that journey and you're having a hard time loving yourself or don't know where to start i have focus on self-care so that's your physical emotional and mental well-being um, engaging activities that make you happy, like Chantel said, um, which was if it's working out, um, mm-hmm. dancing, that was my thing. Um, and pr- prioritize your own needs. As women, I know we put a lot of people first. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. It's like, again, it's like in our nature. Prioritize your own needs. 
again, before a relationship or if you're in a relationship and you just need help loving yourself, you're still trying to balance it out, try try some of these practices. Um, build a support system because companionship could be just your friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to value our friends. Have that support system because the void that you're feeling could be um, filled, one, with God, like prioritize your relationship with him first, and then the amazing, healthy relationships that are around you. You don't need to be in a romantic relationship to have that companionship. Three, practice gratitude. Reflect on the things that you are uh, grateful for in life, like your health, your loved ones, your own personal Ooh, accomplishments, like graduating um, college or high school, middle school, whatever. Mom Just your own personal. Who? Mom used to always tell that. She always say, count your blessings. Mm-hmm. I'll be your blessings. How you focus on what we like? Yeah, yeah. She was like, "But did you wake up in the bed today? Yeah. Don't you have a roof over your head? Mm-hmm. A refrigerator full of food? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, mama. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> mama, that's you right? Like, oh, that's our little uh, thing. We always say your mama. Uh, if you're from New York, back in the day, that was like the, the headline, okay? Yes, your mama, me, your mother. my sister, and uh, my mom always just, that's like a little insider. Um, four, set goals. Identify personal, professional goals and start working to achieve them. You realize, like, once you do cut everybody, and again, I'm not saying cut everybody off, but when you stop <laughs> prioritizing everybody, you could sit down long enough to understand what you want. And who you want to be. And the things that you, the dreams that you had that you probably put to the wayside trying to support everybody else. Like, sit with that. Um, you actually don't have as much time as you think. <laughs> you know? No. You know what I'm saying? Life like, don't put so yourself on a back burner. Exactly. Because you only have one life. Um, and then embrace your independence. Like, you know, what my sister was talking about. Like, just embrace that. Like, you have nobody telling you what to do, what time to come home. Um, really enjoy going to, and some people are not like this. Not everybody wants to go on dates by themselves. But it's just, it's an independence that comes with being single. I know people glorify being in a relationship or being married, mm-hmm. but it's still work. I know people who are married want to be single. I know people who are single want to be Like, just enjoy where yeah, you're at. Just embrace where you're at. Exactly. Um, and then six, reframe your perspective. So instead of viewing being single as a negative, try to reframe your perspective on it and understand, mm-hmm. like, look, I'm single now and I'm working on myself and I believe God's going to send me the right one. But until that, I'm going to enjoy the journey. I'm not going to wait till I'm in a relationship to be happy. I'm not mm-hmm. going to wait till I'm with so-and-so to be happy. Or Just reframe your perspective. You're on the journey. Being single is just as positive as it being in a relationship is positive. Travel. So, yeah. You and your girlfriends get together. You don't even got to go to Dubai. You can just mm-hmm. go up to Hocking Hills. and yeah. <laughs> You can go camping. You can go to the... Tennessee and go in the mountains. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. If I'm, I'm happy I enjoyed my single years. Yeah. Because <laughs> we travel. Yeah, yeah. When I turned 21, I went to Bahamas with a, uh, one of my homegirls. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So yeah. it's, up, it's good to give yourself that grace, that present, because not that I'm saying it's going to be gone forever, mm-hmm. but while you're young and single, and, enjoy it. Don't abuse it. Yeah. 
Don't abuse it. I'm not saying sleep with everybody in the world. I'm just saying. Yeah, and you know, again, it doesn't involve other people. Right. You have to. Like. Don't say I said that. <laughs> Do what you want, but, you know, we're just saying at least embrace where you're at. Like, don't wait to get to one hump um, or one level or one promotion or one relationship to be happy. Be happy where you're at now, where God placed you now. Okay, so to close off the show, what is your favorite girl code and why? I will say my favorite girl code rule is number 34. Be your own best friend. Mm -hmm. That has been my favorite rule that I I will say is a staple in my journey. Mm -hmm. Being a married woman, having friends, having a child, Mm -hmm. knowing that I can self-regulate myself, I can make my own self happy. I... I can fulfill my own needs. Mm-hmm. It just takes the pressure off of my loved ones. Because yeah. you hear so many people saying, oh, you didn't make me happy. Or my child don't understand me. And I, my mom can't do this. And my, my siblings aren't doing that. Because mm-hmm. they're not there for that. Everybody has their own lives. They can't be there for you oh. every time you feel like you need to be there for you. And... The love that you have for yourself is going to go beyond mm-hmm. what any love somebody can have for you. Yeah, yep. Also, God's love. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. to be alone with yourself, you can stand yourself. You can you, you can see where you can improve. You can see where you know you're gifted at mm-hmm. because you get to know yourself, mm-hmm. and you do develop that self worth. Yeah. So anybody t- try to tell me, oh, you're not this, mm-hmm. you're you're this, you're that, I could say I know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. Yep. And if somebody's not serving you, it's um, easier for you to leave because again, you love yourself. You're your own best friend first. So um, and it also reminds me of the rule too. Like it's good to need people. I mean, it's good to have people, but not good, good to, to need, need them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you are locked in with yourself, ladies, when you're your own best friend first, everybody else is an addition to your life and to your world, mm-hmm. not the other way around. So where like your friends are your world, or relationships your world. Yeah. Like you and God, <laughs> that's your world right there. And everybody else is just add on to that. So that was a good uh, segment. I'm so excited to have my sister on here um and we will see you guys next time see ya